The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy podcast. I am Lisa Tahir, your host. It's so good to be with you today. It is Friday, January 20th. We are at the beginning of a new year in our human time. Some of you, like me, are aware that time is on a continuum. We are actually eternal. And just as humans, we use time to demarcate and organize our lives And today, my guest that I'm going to bring on in about a minute is a cosmologist. She's a planetary healer. Dr. Jude Curvin is just awesome and amazing. She's a pioneer in quantum physics. And so she, better than anyone, can speak to us about our illusion of time and space reality. But we're going to be discussing her most recent book on Gaia, the development and creation of our planet Earth. So hold on for just a few more moments until I bring her into the stream. I just want to welcome you to the show. 2023 is my seventh year of podcasting. My actual seven-year anniversary will be mid-March of 2023. And I had no idea I would continue to do this so long. Podcasting has just helped me really become the person I've wanted to be, putting myself out there weekly engaging with people I would not have met otherwise. It's just expanded my life and myself as a person. So if you're listening or watching and you have any curiosity about being a podcaster, reach out if you have questions. I encourage you to just do it. It's so easy to start your own show. And I'd be glad to help you if you have questions, as well as if you're looking for a therapist. I'm a licensed therapist in California and Louisiana. I'm a healer. I have done this work for over 20 years, and I'd love to connect with you if you're having issues around anxiety, depression, just concerned about your mental health. I love incorporating meditation into my session. So reach out to me, Lisa at nolatherapy.com. That stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. It's on the screen if you're watching, and I'm easy to find. Google my name or Nola Therapy. And I will come up. So, Dr. Jude, I'm going to bring you into the stream as I introduce you. Welcome. Hi, Lisa. It's lovely to be with you today. Thank you for the invite. You're so welcome. I'm delighted to be with you. As I was sharing, you're a cosmologist, a planetary healer, you're a futurist, you're an author, you specialize in quantum physics, studied at Oxford University. And this book today that we're discussing, I'm going to hold it up, The Story of Gaia, The Big Breath, and the Evolutionary Journey of Our Conscious Planet is the second of a trilogy of books that you have written and are writing. And 
you talk about future humans. You began with the cosmic hologram. And today we're talking about the story of Gaia. Welcome. And where do you want to start with us? Because your work is so deep and profound. I need a little help from you deciphering it. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I love what you said, though, about this new year, because for me, I've been wishing everybody a happy new year. In other words, a new era, I hope. And I loved what the front of your program talks about, you know, expanding consciousness, one conversation at a time, because it does feel that this is the time and the invitation to expand our consciousness, because, you know, to to, where do we start? Perhaps we we start with where we've been. Let's do that. And thank you for your compliment. I feel like you're such a guest to really dive deep into the, the nature of reality, the illusion of time and space. I know you've studied this and written about this. And yeah, please take it away. Okay. Well, if I first may, what I'd suggest is rather than see space and time as illusory, see it as perhaps partial. And also now we're having the evidence at all scales of existence across many, many different fields of research that I wrote about in the Cosmic Hologram, that I write about in the story of Gaia, that the appearance of our universe, its energy and its matter and its space and its time are, I would say, not illusory, but they are not its most fundamental reality. That the appearance of space, time and energy matter emerges from deeper levels Mm. of causation and meaningful information and consciousness. And, you know, the reason that I'm so excited to be sharing this message now is, is that, first of all, I've been experiencing and exploring the nature of reality since I was four years old, and I'm now... 71 so it's it's been a journey yes now for the first time I think ever in our human collective journey we have the best evidence ever that mind and consciousness aren't what we have they're literally what we and the whole world are yes and so with that understanding we're also seeing that the scientific breakthroughs revealing a universe whose appearance, whose reality, yeah, emerges from these deeper levels of consciousness, cosmic consciousness and causation. But it reveals a universe that meaningfully exists and purposefully evolves. You know, it's not the old paradigm of materialism and separation and randomness and meaninglessness and purposelessness. This This really turns all of that on its head. And it does so, I would suggest, in a way that is far more empowering because it gives us meaning. It gives us innate evolutionary purpose as part of an evolutionary universe and an evolutionary planet where we are its microcosmic co-creators. How cool is that? Co-creators. We're co I was just thinking that word. Yes. Yes, beautiful. Absolutely. So when you talk about space and time being illusory, I I wouldn't suggest we consider that because the danger of that sometimes is we think, well, you know, what's real, what isn't. As a cosmologist and the evidence is showing us our universe is real, 
but that is appearance of separation. It is mm. appearance of separation that's illusory. Because we are inseparable from our entire universe. I love, I wrote down when you said space time is partial. Mm. Thank you for that clarification. Because, you know, we wouldn't be able to have this conversation unless 13.8 billion years ago, our universe began not in the implied chaos of a Big Bang. It wasn't big. It was tiny, but it mm. was bang. It wasn't chaotic. It was incredibly ordered and exquisitely fine-tuned mm. to enable our entire universe from that tiniest beginning that I describe as the first moment of an ongoing big breath. Yes. As space has expanded ever since, time has flowed forward from that mm. beginning. So we can have this conversation now 13.8 billion years later because of our universe's impulse to evolve from simplicity to complexity and ever greater levels of individual self-awareness but you know something hmm. what you said earlier is really important about space-time because it's not an either or space-time has this innate arrow of time within it which is why we can say, you know, 13.8 billion years ago it began. And any observer on any planet throughout the whole history of our universe that was able to have the technology we have would agree mm -hmm. that our universe embodies within space-time this arrow of time from the past to the present. But, and this is what I think is incredibly wonderful too, is our universe exists and evolves as a unified entity. So it knows itself mm. as its wholeness, which mm -hmm. is why when you talk about us being eternal, we can transcend the space-time of our universe. We can sort of go outside its, its adventure, its evolutionary adventure within space-time, and we have the ability to access awareness and consciousness that transcends space-time. That's why this new understanding that I write about that is based on evidence for thousands of researchers brings within it this naturalness of multidimensionalities, which means we can communicate with beings and consciousness and awareness that isn't you know, necessarily incarnate, in mm -hmm. but also we have supernormal attributes. Intuition is one, because, you know, it's our superpower, but also telepathy, remote viewing. We have so much that when we've limited ourselves to that old paradigm of materialism separation, it's like we're, we're experiencing a tiny fraction of what's available to us naturally yeah. yes do you access those other possibilities and realms through meditation what are some of the ways dr g that you've accessed this information to then be able to write about it and share it and then per and also personally experience it absolutely well it's it's for all of us and there are many ways of opening ourselves up to, to this, this additional adventure, this great adventure. 
Um, and I think being willing to open ourselves up to the possibility is, is vital. You know, if we say, no, that can't happen, no, that's nonsense. I mean, one of the reasons why these two books are, you know, provide such wide ranging evidence is to say, you know, this isn't an aspiration. Mm. This is real. You know, unity is our existential reality, but unity isn't uniformity. It's bad. Yeah. But Diversity. yes, we can open ourselves in meditation, but just being, you know, out in nature. And, and I don't tend to use that word very often. Okay. As you see in my book, I, I talk about the story of Gaia, our yes. home. Again, as a sentient living conscious planet within a sentient living conscious universe where everything is part of that consciousness. So when we are with Gaia, it can be in our backyard, it can be in a forest, just open ourselves mm. and see what comes. Meditation is a wonderful way, but meditation isn't for everyone. Yoga is a wonderful way. It isn't for everyone. There are so many ways, but being willing to open ourselves up to the possibilities. Intuition. Intuition is a great way in because we all have intuition. We all have intuitive moments, insights. Yes. How often do we hear and listen to what they tell us? How often do we follow what they're guiding us? Because in my experience, when we're willing to hear and hear our intuition and listen to its guidance and follow that, my goodness me, what amazing, wonderful experiences that hasn't just opened myself to, but I hope you know you might share what that might have opened you to as well. But so many folks who are with us on this call, on this podcast, I'm sure are having, you know, these intuitive aha moments. Yes. inviting everybody to hear them and listen to them. Dr. Jude, I want to take a, give a quick announcement, but when we come back, I'd love to know how the story of Gaia came to you and the role it plays in your trilogy starting with the cosmic hologram, the story of Gaia, and your relationship with Gaia, because I sense it's very personal and deep. Is that okay to go there in just a moment? Of course it is, Lisa. Lisa I'd be delighted to. I will see you in a moment. So for those of you listening, I want to introduce you to Babyfoot. If you don't know about them, Babyfoot was created in Japan. It is an at-home spa experience for your feet. Babyfoot has sold over 25 million units. They are foot peels and they're really cool. It was such an unusual experience. I had trying them out. There are two booties, one for each foot. There's a gel inside of the booties. You slip your foot into them. You can seal it off around your ankle. I've covered my feet with socks and it's like this squishy kind of cool gel that you wear for an hour. It feels really awesome on your feet. After that hour, you take the booties off, discard them, wash your feet, and over the next week, all of the dead skin you didn't even know you had peels off and you are left with the most soft feet ever. There are foot peels for men and for women. There's a lavender scent as well. And as my listener, Babyfoot is giving you 20% off to try them out. Go to babyfoot.com. 
and use code ALLTHINGS20 for that 20% off. It will be in the show notes. And thank you, Babyfoot, for supporting All Things Therapy. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome back, Dr. Jude. Thank you, Lisa. So will you please share more about your experience in writing the story of Gaia and how it fits into your trilogy? Well, more than 20 years ago now, I had guidance that at some point I would write a trilogy. And I've written other books, but at that point I hadn't written any books. I had no intention <laughs> to write any books. Um, but that's the way of things. Um, but this trilogy really was only able to be commenced because of the evidence that I write about. Because I, I, I was really guided that evidence, evidence basis, mm. unified reality, rather than this whole paradigm and materialism and separation. Without the evidence, we wouldn't be able to anchor ourselves in this new and yet ancient realization of the nature of reality. We wouldn't be able to feel empowered by this new ancient story, this unitive narrative. And so it took a while before the evidence was strong enough, and now it is incredibly compelling, for me to write the first book, The Cosmic Hologram. And way back when I got that guidance, I was told the trilogy was to serve the understanding, the experiencing, and the embodying of unitive awareness. So the cosmic hologram was the understanding. It's this new cosmology of a unified, conscious, evolving universe, which meaningfully exists and conscious and, and purposefully evolves. And where mind and consciousness aren't what we have, they are literally what we and the whole world are. So that was, we are, that was yes. That was in 2017. And then uh, a couple of years ago, three years ago, I was guided that there was sufficient evidence for the second book, because the second book then takes us deeper into this evolutionary journey of our universe, our planetary home Gaia, and so to us. Because what I write is this whole 13.8 billion yes. evolutionary journey. And so when we sometimes are told or hear we're stardust, we're older than stardust. Wow. Hydrogen in our bodies is as old as the universe. So yeah. our, the story of our universe is the story of us. So the story of Gaia is the story of us. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to share is the incredible, what an incredible story it is. And 
at the beginning, I loved I loved our planetary home. And of course, Gaia yes. was the name that the ancient Greeks gave to the Earth Goddess. Yes. But writing this book, or more actually, the book writing me, mm -hmm. I fell deeper and deeper and deeper in love with this whole story of the big breath, the whole evolutionary journey of our conscious planet. And, and as I got to the end of the book, I was in such awe and reverence of this incredible story. So right at the end of the book, I invite us to consider ourselves more than human beings, mm -hmm. but as Gaians. Because yes. when we live as Gaians, instead of sort of being human beings with a relationship, however that might be, as Gaians, our, Gaia lives through us, mm -hmm. as we live in her. It's a much more intimate, wonderful, exploratory, experiential way of being. And it opens us up, I believe, in that experience to the possibility of our becoming co-evolutionary partners with her ongoing evolutionary progress and purpose. For us to consciously evolve into that maturing of our relationship with her as co-evolutionary partners. You know, I feel that, Dr. Jude, your book carries an energy that's really connected me to being able to feel Gaia, to feel our earth breathing in a way I hadn't experienced before. I've always felt connected to the trees, to, to nature, yet somehow it's a deepening of the big breath just like really like the earth is breathing in a way that's almost hard to put into words that your book has put me in touch with. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and you know, that's the sense that I'm hearing back from many, many, many readers. The book's reading us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's almost like Gaia's coming to us with this invitation. Our whole universe is coming to us with this incredible invitation. And to connect. Experiential invitation. It is, isn't it? It's an experiential yes. invitation. Yes. And using our intuition, speaking to us through our intuition, I feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it really, for me, it's it's sort of, I you know, I honour all that we are because it is mind and heart and purpose. But, you know, we're quite heady in many ways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the story of Gaia and, and before that, the cosmic hologram. But the story of Gaia, I hope, really brings us into a full body experience mm -hmm. of head, heart and hands of our relationship, a much more profound relationship with Gaia. Because what we what we care about, what we love, we look after. And that yes. time and materialism and separation hasn't just, you know, separated ourselves from each other. It's separated us in many ways from our planetary home. Mm -hmm. so we have the evidence that we're inseparable and yet we are unique. We're diverse. Yeah, what a wondrous, wondrous opportunity. For just our like life. the Earth, Gaia, you talk about the evolution of different species and just the diversity on our planet. It's flourishing as we are. And there, I want I want to let our viewers and listeners know there's a beautiful conversation you have with Jean Houston that's on YouTube about your book, The Story of Gaia. And you both of you are like heroes to me. So brilliant. 
and like really addressing topics that can be so complex to wrap our own minds around. So I want listeners to know about that conversation. It was really special. Thank you, Lisa. And you know, with with another dear friend, Dr. Julie Krull, we've had um, a whole series on For the Good of the Whole on our conscious planet. So, uh, and that's continuing, but we've also been in conversation on that series with uh, Dr. Evan Alexander, who is a, a fantastic so neurosurgeon who had a, a near-death experience and realized that wow. you know, reality is unified. And, and we've got other guests coming up. Um, so to check that out, there's a lot now coming forward in this year too um, on the Humanities Team platform, um, as well as, you know, at wholeworld-view. Uh, okay. So there's loads of ways in which folks can find their own ways into this invitation and this adventure into this relationship, this profoundly loving relationship with, with Gaia. And, you know, I'm interested to have you back on later in the year. I'd love to read the cosmic hologram that you wrote. One of my favorite authors is Michael Talbot. Who oh, wrote, wow. You know, David Bone's work. That for me is kind of like a, a workbook to help me understand some of these principles. So I feel like I want to self-assign myself to read your cosmic hologram and have you on towards the end of the year because I'm so fascinated by learning more about just how the laws of the universe work and the energy that's present and that it's really that we're meant to harmonize with it, that there is a universal intelligence that we can join our minds with and the, the larger operating through us as individuals. And I've really been about learning and studying that to apply it in my own life and help others do the same. Bless you. And wonderful. I'll be delighted to. Wonderful. What would you like to leave us with, Dr. Jude, on the story of Gaia and even anything next for you that you're excited about? Well, there's so much actually moving forward because with the story of Gaia and the cosmic hologram, I've also been involved with uh, writing something called a unitive narrative, which is, you know, as human beings, we've always told our stories about ourselves. You know, we've always told narratives to try and explain our place in the world. So now with all that is coming forward, with this realization of unity and unity and diversity, we're able to start to come together based on, underpinned by, framed by a new and yet ancient unitive narrative where leading edge science is converging with universal wisdom teachings. I love that. And so what that means, it can turn everything around. So I'm involved with unitive justice, unitive economics, unitive education. Yeah, there's so many ways that when we bring this unitive awareness, our behaviors, again, you know, if conflicts are a natural outcome of a worldview of separation, then peace, justice, harmony, inclusion, are all natural outcomes and behaviors of worldview of unity and a unitive awareness. So that's what I'm excited about. And folks can see a lot more about this if they go to all the, the things I've mentioned. And I'm so looking forward already to coming back later in the year. Um, Me too. To explore the cosmic hologram because that's like the, again, this, this all the evidence for this underpinning yeah. framing of, of, of unity. Thank you for your time, for your body of work, for 
just everything that you share with us to help translate this these very complex themes that operate in our universe and make them understandable. I really appreciate you for that. Thank you, Lisa. And I just finished with saying this is a science of love. Mm, this I love that. The science of love. Thank you, Dr. Jude. It's been a pleasure and honor today. Thank you, Lisa. Well, mine too. And I love the work you're doing and, and look forward to being together again soon. Thank you. Me too. Later this year, I will email you about it. Okay. Take care, Dr. Jude. Thank you. You too. Bye for now. Bye for now. That concludes our time today with Dr. Jude Curvin, amazing, prolific author, speaker, teacher on the story of Gaia, the big breath, and the evolutionary journey of our conscious planet. Find it everywhere books are sold under her name, Jude Curvin, C-U-R-R-I-V-A-N-P-H-D. And all my love to you. I look forward to being with you next week. Goodbye for now. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review All Things Therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness one conversation at a time.